Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 13 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Alex Wilkes, executive of Pearl Vision. And in 1981, Pearl Vision began offering franchises to optometrists, opticians, and investors who were interested in using Pearl's business model, brand, and marketing muscle to build their own business. I'm going to talk to Alex about that in just a moment on Franchise Interview. Stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, 
Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 13 years now, We've been asking the Franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Alex Wilkes, executive of Pearl Vision. And in 1981, Pearl Vision Pearl began offering franchises to optometrists, opticians, and investors who were interested in using Pearl's business model, brand, and marketing muscle to build their own business. Hi, Alex. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm, you're catching me from my from my home office these days, so thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> like all of us, right, Alex? <laughs> exactly. And where is that, Alex? Where are you? Where are you located today? I'm in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, fantastic. And we're the corporate headquarters, uh, Alex, in the same area. Yeah, same area. So ProVision uh, corporate headquarters is based in Mason, Ohio. It's a suburb mm-hmm. of Cincinnati. Uh, that's actually where uh, Luxo- so ProVision is one of the Luxottica, Essilor Luxottica mm-hmm. group brands. Uh, right. All of our, our retail brands are based in Mason, Ohio. That's great. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I grew up with uh, Pearl, Alex, so I was, I was very excited to have you on the show today. I've been a loyal customer for a very long time, so it's really a privilege to, to have you on the show. And, you know, it was interesting because when I started inter- the, um, researching Pearl, I, there's the things that I did not know. I mean, I didn't realize that the history, I, I think it goes all the way back to, was it the 1960s? I thought maybe you could talk a little bit about that because I thought that you was bet. exciting. Yeah, ProVision was actually founded by Dr. Stanley Pearl uh, in 1961 in Savannah, Georgia. And actually, mm-hmm. last year was a really great year for us. We had our national sales conference in Savannah, and we were able to take uh, all the franchisees past the location. Uh, it's no longer ProVision, but we could actually mm-hmm. bring them back to kind of the spiritual home of ProVision uh, during our, wow. our conference. So, But at the time, it was a really groundbreaking concept. It was the the first time uh, an eye doctor had really created a branded uh, mm-hmm. approach to optical retail where both opticians uh, and the doctor side were under one roof. Wow. So, you know, and Dr. Pearl, you know, has this incredible, you know, panache for, for retail. And, you know, he really was the, the inventor of this, of this category. It's really amazing, you know, Alex. I mean, you know, when, when you go back to that uh, that history, um, it, it, it was interesting. I guess it was in 1981. That was the time, I guess, that Pearl decided that they would start franchising. I, I wrote my dissertation on franchising, you know, and, and in the introductory paragraph, I mentioned that, you know, there's two things you get when you buy a franchise. You're getting a strong brand, which Pearl has, and also that turnkey operation. And that's a, it's a, it's a perfect description of Pearl, isn't it? You bet. And you know, Pearl started franchising in, in 1981, to your point, right after you know, Dr. Pearl had actually opened up hundreds of corporate locations in the 70s and 80s. And he found that for the next uh, kind of phase of evolution and growth, that there were entrepreneurs, both opticians and optometrists and uh, franchise investors who were keen to enter and, and be a part of the optical category. Uh, and with kind of a really strong operating platform uh, that could be leveraged, uh, started the franchising business in 1981. 
I think too, Alex, you know, I mean, pearls really position themselves well in the market. I mean, they just, you know, they're very, you can distinguish them from really anyone else that that's, that's out there today, you know, and I guess that was probably the vision of, of Dr. Pearl. When you're describing Pearl Vision, and I, I always say, you know, everyone must know who Pearl Vision is because the brand name is so strong, but how do you describe, you know, Pearl, like if you were meeting with, let's say, a prospective franchisee? Yeah, you bet. So I would describe first and foremost as a premium optical franchise, mm-hmm. and we operate at the intersection of healthcare and retail. So yeah. we're not a pure retail model. We're not a pure healthcare model. You know, we, we kind of live in the space in between. And that has, uh, you know, several advantages. One, you know, even given this, this you know, recent pandemic that we're all living through, mm-hmm. you know, our business was considered an essential business by every right. state. So yeah. our businesses remained open and operating. And we were able to serve, you know, patients that had an essential urgent need. Uh, so that's right. fairly remarkable, you know. And, and I think, you know, that's really, to your point, the strength of the brand. Our brand awareness is in the high 80s. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who we are. Who, who we right. are uh, and we have a strong operating platform to support the entrepreneurs. I won't sing it for you, but, I mean, it, it, it's in my head right now. Nobody <laughs> cares for eyes more than <laughs> You know, it's just, you it, know, it's it, funny it, it, that you, 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 you bring that up. You know, we just went, that was obviously no one cares for your eyes more than pro was, a, a, you know, a very kind of popular iconic yeah. uh, end to all of it our creative iconic. in the eighties. And we just um, reintroduced that with our latest campaign that we launched three years ago, uh, where we reintroduced the, the, the nobody cares for eyes more than Pearl uh, slogan yeah. in our in our creative. It's classic and powerful. I mean, I would compare it to to any you know type of jingle you know with any major company or Coca Cola or anyone that that's up there. I mean, it just always stuck with me, you know. And it's just, and it's you, just one of those jingles that are in your head and you can't get it out, you know. And I think that's great. That thought it was so and, catchy. I don't know who came up with the idea, but it was fantastic. You know, even more than just a, a kind of a jingle or catchphrase or you know piece of like really. Uh, you know, fun copy. We yeah. actually use that as a bit of our north star as a, as a yeah. as a brand team to determine what is the right thing for us to do. So, in other right. words, we use that as our filter. If we are the brand that stands for we care for eyes more than anybody else, how do mm-hmm. we act? What do we do? What right. are the things that we need to do to enable our franchisees? So, it it has become more than just a uh, you know, kind of catchy jingle at the end of a 30-second right. commercial. It really is the, the filter that we're using to help guide our decision-making process. That's terrific. It seems to me, too, yeah. you know, that Pearl is is a culture, Alex. You know, when I was reading up on the, the company, and I think probably one of the things I remember reading in an interview with you that you were mentioning that it's kind of like a, a family culture. You know, maybe you could talk about the culture because I thought that was important. Yeah, very much so. We um, we actually, uh, it's not uncommon for us to hear from franchisees uh, when they say they bleed green, and you know, green is one of our iconic colors, and you know, it's, it's right. a, a statement that's used often, I think, by uh, our franchisees to to demonstrate their affinity for the brand, and you know, ultimately. You know, we are uh, a, a large. We are a large family. We care deeply about our mm-hmm. communities and the communities that we operate in. Um, we have recently launched a program called ABC, 
which is um, a partnership with a, a philanthropic arm of Luxotic Esler called OneSite with a mm-hmm. mission to, you know, for kids in, in neighborhoods where we operate eye care centers, if they can't get access to care, then we'll provide them care. Uh, we'll provide them access to eyewear. We'll provide them access to to, to uh, optometric, optometric services. Right. Um, so by you know investing in these types of programs, you know we think it's you know critically important to invest in these types of programs to build a culture and to build yeah. you know brand affinity uh, both amongst consumers and our and our franchise franchisee investors. Technology in your industry, it must be interesting for you, Alex. I mean, you know, uh, from from when you know Dr. Pearl started back in 1961 to to where we are today. I mean, it just seems that the technology is is fascinating, isn't it? Maybe you could talk about you know the, the role that technology has played with Pearl. You bet. You know, we're we're committed to providing the highest level of care to our patients, and we're constantly evaluating different ways to leverage technology. Now, I'll give you a, even a, a very you know current example. Um, one of the things that we've invested in you know over uh, the last several years is a mm-hmm. really strongly integrated online eye exam platform. So if patients want wow. to uh, book an eye exam with us, they can do it online. It automatically right. gets uh, placed on the appointment book of the doctors, and they can kind of manage their patient flow with that. But we know also during this you know, during these last several months. Uh-huh. But there were patients who might have had, uh, they ran out of contact lenses or their contact uh-huh. lens exam was expiring and they couldn't get access to, to contact lenses. So we expanded our online capabilities within just a couple of days to launch a uh, e-commerce contact lens offering so that our franchisees could provide a link uh, to their customers who required uh-huh. contact lenses so that they could buy them through the embedded microsite within the ProVision.com universe and get access to contact lenses that would then be shipped directly to their home. So we found that, wow. we identified that as a need, and with an with a, a external partner within a matter of, really a matter of days, we were able to stand that up and provide our franchisees a, uh, an additional mode of operation to expand care and mm-hmm. provide services to their customers. I guess it's safe to say, too, Alex, I mean, you know, you've been doing this a while now. I mean, you're in a pretty big industry, aren't you? I mean, people are, of course, living longer today. And, you know, because they're living longer, uh, you, you know, it, it, your your clients are, are, are still with you. And I noticed, too, you know, it seems that um, I have a 12-year-old son, Alex, you know, and, and you know that they're always on these iPads today, you know, and I, I, my son recently had to get glasses about a year ago. You know, it seems like all of his friends are wearing glasses today too. So it, it just seems like the, the industry seems to, it's amazing. It continues to grow. Maybe you could talk about that. You bet. Yeah. The, you know, the industry is uh, sizable uh, estimated yeah. size of the vision care industry in 2019 is 43, about 43 billion. And there are for sure some some tailwinds that we have. One is, you know, overall the aging population. Um, and aging, you know, as population ages, they require um, more advanced vision correction right. um, devices. So think progressive right. lenses, multifocals. You know, that generally does imply you know a have higher uh, average dollar of purchase. And right. we're also seeing right this proliferation of, as you mentioned, people that are on devices. So they're on right. devices, they're getting exposed to more blue light. So consumers mm-hmm. are hungry for lenses that provide, you know, blue light protection, which is also right. a more premium offering. 
so there are, you know, again, there, there, it's a sizable category with a significant amount of tailwind that's actually, yeah. you know, growing the, growing the, the revenue pie, if you will, of, of the category. Maybe we could jump to, to talking about franchising, Alex. You know, I mean, when, what types of characteristics or traits or maybe even if there's some type of, like, demographic that you look for in your franchisees? When we were, uh, did the introduction for Pearl, you know, we mentioned uh, that they offer franchises to optometrists, opticians, and investors. Maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, who those people are. You bet. So first and foremost, we want people that share our passions, which is to provide mm-hmm. expert care, trust, and personal service uh, in their communities. You know, we're looking for people who, you know, our most su- successful franchisees are the ones who take a very active role in the community. Uh, right. We support a program that we call Cornea, where franchisees uh, basically go out in the community, they do events, they do vision screenings, it's one of the most powerful market marketing tactics we have. And, you know, franchisees who are more apt to participate in those community-based events are the ones who succeed. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, that's what we look for in terms of a characteristic. You know, it, they have to be those entrepreneurs. We want people that have the right. same values of Dr. Pearl. And, you know, to your point, yeah, we do franchise to many opticians and many optometrists, mm-hmm. uh, but we are seeing a very – a significant swing also into franchise investors, um, right. franchise investors who embody these values. But what they love about our model is the resilience of it. And, you know, right. being that we are, uh, uh, you know, again, at this intersection of healthcare and retail, and especially in a, in a healthcare driven environment where so much of our business is fueled mm-hmm. by people who have insurance, you know, it creates right. a more, uh, a more stable, a more stable environment. So again, so we look for franchisees who embody our value and who are highly entrepreneurial and who will want to get out into the community uh, to drive their businesses. It's what I find interesting, you know, about your business, Alex, is, you know, I mean, I imagine a lot of optometrists and opticians, you know, they, they, they go to school, you know, and then, then they come out, you know, and, and I, I suspect, and again, you know this better than I do, but maybe some of them aren't really trained to have that business background, you know? So, I mean, it seems like, it seems like a great match for someone to come in to, you know, your situation because you have, as you mentioned, you have the strong brand name, you have the turnkey operations. You can teach them those things. I'm not sure if they actually get those, that, that, business experience when, you know, they're studying to become optometrists or opticians. <laughs> Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. I mean, and not just for, you know, those optometrists for opticians, but people that are new to the category, we actually yeah. offer a, a turnkey supply chain model. So anything mm-hmm. you need to kind of stand up the store, uh, we run the replenishment on frames. You have full integration into our lab network to produce ophthalmic lenses. Uh, we have insur- insurance integration mm-hmm. so throughout our, our entire operating platform. Again, we use the word turnkey a lot, but it is, in fact, turnkey. And we take care of all of the, the more kind of complicated um, components of running a, a, the retail aspect of a ProVision uh, for the franchisee. And, you know, one of the – big advantages that we have is you don't just get leverage out of, you know, being part of the ProVision family. You get leverage out of being part of the Essilor Luxottica family. And we are the world's largest right. uh, optical company. 
So you get, you know, best access to product, uh, full access to, you know, our world-class lab, uh, our lab network for manufacturing of ophthalmic lenses. And, of course, you know, franchisees get advantage of the scale that we bring in terms of cost of goods. So, you know, there's kind of two layers of advantage that, you know, of that you know folks get it's the advantage of being affiliated with the brand of pearl vision but then there's also the very substantial benefit of being uh affiliated with SLL exotic and the scale that we bring uh to the table so all of that package together makes it really simple for you to kind of come into this business uh open the doors and be successful oh, that's terrific i was reading about the the POS system sounds uh, very sophisticated too. It's a lot different, isn't it, Alex, from when you uh, Dr. Pearl first started a long time ago. Yeah, uh, you bet. You bet. Our, very our powerful, POS isn't system, it? It's not just POS. It's, it's a full integrated solution we call ICON. And yeah. what ICON is, it, it is a POS that's integrated with our backend uh, SAP solution that manages all of the kind of product flow related to frames, contact lenses, uh, routing of and manufacturing of ophthalmic lenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ties into uh, billing and insurance, inventory management, wow. you know, managing your receivables, including, you know, insurance receivables. So that actually saves our, our owners a lot of paperwork and makes it easier for them to, to manage multiple locations, which has been a, a primary uh, focus for us in terms of growth is looking mm-hmm. for those multi-unit, multi-unit right. investors and this platform enables you know those multi-unit investors to to operate uh operate with scale that's great what is the training like alex um you know does it take place at corporate how does that work it's yeah it's both we actually bring uh all new uh franchisees to our corporate location for a, an onboarding where they will go through you know a, a preset um, list of activities, including meeting uh-huh. with people from our business analytics team, where they get you know tutorials on, you know what how what they can do to truly optimize their their P and L. Uh, they meet with the the operations teams to get deeper dives on their um, on the operating platform. You know, we have them meet with the store construction teams and the architecture teams to so that they can you know really get a good sense for what to anticipate during the build out phases. Right. So there's an extensive week-long program where we invite new owners to come to, to the corporate office. Then we have uh, a dedicated onboarding team uh, that uh, is within our, within our operations group that once the store is they're, – they're, they're really the quarterback of the, the training and onboarding for new licensed owners, um, mm-hmm. and they, they are the coordinators be- between the – the territory directors who will partner with them on an ongoing basis and the team back at the home office to get them up and running and really strongly acclimated uh, to our operations and operations procedures and processes. That's great. You mentioned the word earlier, uh, Alex, you mentioned entrepreneurial spirit Um, and you've been doing this for a while now. And our listeners, you know, we've identified them after all these years is, you know, most of them are aspiring. We call them franchipreneurs. You know, most of them have this idea that they would like to get into franchising. But as you know, there's so much out there today. It seems like so many more industries are using a franchise model today. From everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? You know, I think 
find one first and foremost that matches your your personality and your mm-hmm. and, and your desires. Find yeah. one that aligns to what you want to do from a, right. a community perspective. I think you know think about it as you would think about even uh, you know any other type of of job, which is are you going right. to uh, find personal gratification out of the out of the category? Does it really? inspire you um right. so i think it's yeah. more of a find find your right emotional match mm-hmm. uh, versus you know potentially you know start there would be would be my right. match. i think about it like you know uh, oh you know i've been a, a corporate guy i've worked in management consulting i've you know worked at you know luxotica going on 10 years now mm-hmm. and right. my first criteria always thinking about you know would i take a different position is is it a category? Is it a brand that I can get excited about? And do I personally mm-hmm. identify with? This is a bit of an, uh, of an abstract, but right. I always think about would it be, would I be proud to wear this shirt when I like, when I'm going to the gym or when I'm, you know, running out with my kids, would I be, would I be proud to have that brand on the shirt that I have on my back as I'm out in the community? And to me, that's wow. always been my, my first filter you know, I'd encourage potential franchisees to think about it in the same way. Are you affiliating with a brand that you are deeply uh, proud of and that you are aligned with the, the mission and vision of, of, the, uh, of the enterprise? I, I love that, that response, Alex. I've been doing the show, as I mentioned, 13 years now. I haven't heard that response, you know, but it makes so much sense, doesn't it? You know, it's, you want to be proud of that brand, don't you? You know, and I, I, think, that's, I think that's so powerful. I, I think that's terrific. So I can ask you the next question. I mean, what are Pearl Vision's plans for the future, Alex? I mean, if you can look into the crystal ball, maybe three years, five years down the road, where do you see the organization? Sure. Yeah, so, so you know, we are, again, focusing on, multi-unit developers. We are currently sitting around 550 stores. We believe that there's headroom for about another 400 in, in the U.S. and Canada. So, mm-hmm. you know, we are looking for multi-unit investors uh, who are, you know, willing to, you know, make that commitment for, you know, 3, 10, 15 stores uh, over right. the, the coming years uh, to get to, to reach that number. You know, we are making investments in uh, and continue to make investments in the, the digital proliferation of the consumer journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at ways to, to, to ease the experience and make the experience of, of eye care and optical retail more uh, seamless and more enjoyable for consumers. So we're, we're continuously doing uh, doing research in that space and you know, bringing innovations to market. Um, so, you know, for me, it's, it, I'll simplify it in these terms. I think it's we, we want to grow like crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to you know, be the best that we possibly can be for the for the consumers that that we serve, and we want to constantly and continuously uh, innovate and bring you know new offerings to the market, both big things and little things. You know, again, I, I'd say. Right. Uh, uh, the the example of what we're what we're doing with this program ABC is something I'm so proud of. Um, you know where we're and imagine, you know this is exactly what we're doing. Unfortunately, you know that the pandemic has curbed this a mm-hmm. little bit for right, us. But right. you know, we would bring a a semi truck to a school with underserved kids and members of our corporate wow. team, our franchisees, 
would spend days giving every single kid uh, an eye exam, and we would actually manufacture glasses and give them to them on the spot. So what a powerful program that, you know, we brought to market. So what what I want to do is continue to, to grow to kind of lean into our core mission. I think Dr. Pearl would be so proud of, of what, yeah. we're, what we're doing. Uh, I think he'd be static with what we're doing in, in terms of, you know, again, this program ABC and, and bringing, you know, care to these, um, you know, underserved, underserved kids. And again, we're, as we're living through this even today, you know, we're thinking about, you know, how do we evolve that model? How do we continue to, to care for those and provide those services um, even though, you know, the, the you know, going into a, a, a school and, you know, conducting eye exams and, and providing right. classes, you know, may have to temporarily be on hold. You know, our leadership mm-hmm. team is spending, you know, a considerable time of their week thinking about, you know, how we're going to continuously innovate and make sure that we're still providing, uh, providing access. So, wow, you know, that's, that's great. That's kind of the, the summation, right? Let's, let's grow. Let's, let's do right, right by the brand. Let's, let's do right by our community members and continue to focus on uh, the things that have positioned us to, to be the, the leading brand in the space. That's wonderful. What's the best way, Alex, for our listeners to get more information on Pearl? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity and even the service itself. Is there any websites you can kind of direct them to? Sure, absolutely. I mean, ProVision.com and OwnAProVision.com okay. are both. OwnAProVision.com is our resource for uh, potential franchisees and our commercial website is provision.com where you can learn really about more of the brand through the eyes of the consumer. Well, it's been a privilege to finally have the opportunity to speak to you today, Alex. I've loved this interview and uh, I tell you, I'd like to invite you back over the next year or so as you continue to grow. Cause I think this is really exciting. You bet. Pearl would be happy to. This Thanks is, again. Really appreciate hey, the this time. This has been my, my pleasure, Alex. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. 
Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Mary Jane Riva, the CEO of Pizza Factory. And Mary Jane gave some great advice. You know, one of the questions we frequently ask on the show when we have someone like Mary Jane is what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And she said that you should look under the hood. And, you know, I thought her advice was very original, but you have to listen to the podcast to find out why. So here we go with Mary Jane Riva, CEO of Pizza Factory. Hi, franchise. You know, we've been doing the show such a long time now, and and one of the, the biggest things we've learned is that, you know, a lot of our listeners and their quest to buy a franchise, they don't know where to begin because, like you were saying earlier, there, there's so much out there today. You know, I mean, there's just yeah. so much to choose from. Most of them don't even know where to begin. It just becomes overwhelming. Yep. You know, from everything you've learned, you know, up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners? Well, the first, there's a couple things, and one that as, as we're going through this journey ourselves from being a franchisee to the franchisor, it's understanding the role of the franchisor versus mm-hmm. the franchisee. That's a really big, important, really what is the role that you're playing versus the franchisor. And then when right. you're looking at brands, the other thing for brands to me is is really looking under the hood. Don't just sure. look at all the stuff on the surface. Really dig down. Uh, see what extra charge is there. You know, are they marking up stuff? You know, really evaluate a brand to a brand and not just the fluff kind of stuff that you see on the top. And it's a lot of due diligence. Right. But, you know, ask ask the questions that are that are going to be once you're in there. You know, are they marking up the food product? Are they marking up advertising materials? You know, what, what are you paying? So really, really dig down and ask um, a lot more questions. And right. I, would talk to, I would talk to a lot of franchisees that are in the system and see how they feel about the franchisor and the, the brand itself. I would do a lot of due diligence with franchisees because they're the ones that are going to tell you. Right, absolutely. I love how you said look under the hood. You know, I've I mentioned doing the show such a long time. I've never heard 
that analogy before. I think that's very clever to look under the hood, you know, to go deep, you know, mm-hmm. inside and look what's under, not yeah. just what's on top. You know, we have this great quote in yeah. franchising. I'm going to put that one in there because uh, I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Pizza Factory, I mean, you have a lot of franchisees that you can call, right? I mean, I think you're up to, is it over 100 yes. franchisees now, Mary yes. Jane? So there's yeah. plenty of people, We've got you know, that, that have... oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say we, oh, we have them. They've been in the system for they've been in the system for 30 years. We have franchisees, you know, that have been in that long, and we have them that are just getting on. So there's a wide range. So and you want to hit all right. those. You know, you want to hit the newbies. You want to hit the older ones. You want yes. to want to get their feel of what's been going on and how they've been treated. And but, but yeah, it's there's a lot of people to call. There's a lot of people to ask. There's a lot of different town sizes. So when you're doing mm-hmm. your due diligence. Right. You know, really, really, really get out there and, and dig deep. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Pizza Factory, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and click on Food Franchises, and you can hear the whole interview there. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a huge success. You know, it's hard to imagine when we started the show that our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast was going to become just as big as our regular show. So we want to thank everyone again and continue to listen to our Great Coats and Franchising podcast sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.